vodka straight. And by the way, food was excellent, brother. You're the guy that got caught in that avalanche, right? Yeah, I'm the one. Like black men don't have enough ways to get killed without climbing up some stupid ass mountain in the middle of God's nowhere. Need to leave that to the white folks, brother. Welcome back, everyone. Um, I want to say happy 2022, but as we're recording this episode, um, we have lost our dear sister, a queen, Betty White. So actually, let me start with this. Our guest host for today is someone you've seen, heard before on the show, and you may not know, but she is the genius behind our social media and everything that we do um, online. And it's Nicole. Hi, Nicole. Nicole, what's your last name? <laughs> Taylor Hayward. I'm a hyphen. Taylor Hayward. She's married, y'all. She's I'm married, y'all. <laughs> I had to keep my name in there because I'm pity. Nicole, I kid you not. Did we not just jump on here like 10 minutes ago and find out Betty White died? Literally. When I was about to click on to the Zoom meeting, I got a message from another one of our members, Lynn, saying that Betty White died. She posted the TMZ article and... Mm. We're we're processing it at the same time everybody else is. Yes. It's just horrible timing. Um, horrible timing. Let me tell you, we are recording this podcast as a Friday, December thirty first at eleven twenty five PST. That means Betty is just the news just came out that she died. So we are through a wave of emotions. Our dear sweet Afro horror member Ashley um, is crying in her car. She's we're broken. We are in shambles as a group as a whole um i'm i'm more of the side that i'm pissed off because i'm like damn she was gonna turn 100 in like 18 days in like two weeks and 2022 is in like 24 hours like we could have just a little bit longer but when you got a, we couldn't get a month we couldn't get one more month like you can't let her turn 100 but yeah, i guess like we have to go days. i mean look betty white i first i mean i feel like everyone first saw betty white on the golden girls right yeah like that mm-hmm. that's that I is a show it. that transcends race gender creed if you're hey. the golden girls you sleep it <laughs> thank you for being a friend thank yes. you betty for being thank you for being all of our friends mm. all of our friend that was our sister that was our girl and then the joke is we mean nicole we're talking about this there's a joke on on TikTok with the sound, it's like, you know what I'm talking about? The race wars and I hate white people. I'm never talking about this one. And that's how we feel about Betty White. <laughs> it was all, it's all, all the kids, we all broken today, babe. We oh. are all broken. We love a comedy queen and Betty White was our queen. And if you didn't know, Betty White was adopted by the black community. That was one of us. We, she was honorary. Her skin may have been pale as snow, but her heart was with the Negroes. We loved her. We love you, Betty. We love you, Betty. You did. She did so much. And let's talk about one of my favorite Betty White performances, which we posted on our Instagram, Lake Placid. Yes. Better feed those baby gators. She was feeding the baby gators with cows and her husband. She, <laughs> I mean, you got to have like a variety of meats. Right. To make sure you have a well-balanced meal. So she, she cared for animals. She's she an animal lover, people. She she loved 
animals more than humans and that's on period and right now i'm going to kick my dog's butt hold on speaking of animals mayjan we are taking an episode you making mommy look embarrassed anyway mayjan's here for the episode y'all what nicole okay so first of all rest in peace buddy white we're gonna miss you very much very dearly thank you for everything you contributed because you she Y'all go do your research on Betty White. It wasn't just movies. She wasn't just an actress. She was an activist. She always spoke up. Oh, she is She is that girl. Like, I can't wait for the documentaries to come out so I can actually see her life in whole. Because she, you know, 100 years. Those flowers. Crazy. They got to give her flowers. And Google young Betty White. Y'all, we yes. all are used to seeing her older. So Google young Betty White. She was a fox. She was out here getting me. She was that girl, Miss Betty. I know she has some stories and I, I, you know, prayers to her family, people that actually are related to her and knew her closely. And I hope she went peacefully. I hope she went out the way she wanted to and was surrounded by loved ones. But yes, 2021 kicked my ass as a family I mean, my gram my grandma passed away, not just Miss Betty, but my grandma Olivia passed away. I lost an uncle to COVID. I lost an aunt to cancer. And I just lost another uncle. And I literally woke up today and I was like, who else is gonna go? <laughs> and it was Betty. And I'm just so, you know, I'm pissed because all the good ones, all the good ones are gone. I'm so sorry to hear that because that's definitely the year was already hard enough without having to lose people. So Oh gosh, I hope that this was just God trying to be like, hey, we're gonna get all the bad stuff out in this year. And we yeah, yeah, let's let's do that. We deserve a little up and up. I don't even know if this hit all us yet. This one is gonna be a rough one. We've been holding on to Betty for a minute now. So we suffered for two years. Let's let's go. The year 2021 started with that damn (laughs) insurrection and then it ended with Betty White. Like, what? What are we doing? Did Satan did did we actually finish the whole Omen film? Did Satan actually get out here and get it popping? Like, what, you know something? We need the next film. We need to shout out all the witches out there. What are y'all doing? Right. I'm not trying or to maybe we need to get on you, but I need to. We need to work things out. <laughs> witches, come together. What happened to the binding spells and the prayer? You were supposed to, pre- you we had one to protect job. Ourselves. You were supposed to protect Betty White. <laughs> we had one job. We got the bind. <laughs> you were supposed to bind her. <laughs> Oh God! Now, please, I'm, now you're gonna be now thinking about who we gotta protect next. Um, there's no one as beloved. I feel I, Dolly Parton. Y'all rap. Oh no, we're not bringing Dolly into this. <laughs> you don't do Dolly this. Not there yet. Those titties is only twelve. Right. Dolly's Call out to my witches, my brujas, uh, anyone who practices the craft. You protect Dolly Parton. I'm not done with her yet. I, I need to see her before I go, before she goes. <laughs> One of us. List, but I don't want to start throwing people's names into the fire. Let's not throw the names Right, out. I don't want to jinx them, but I'm like, we have a few people that's getting up there, but I'm like, please. Oh, we that was the last can't one. Anymore. Rest in peace, Betty. Um, Nicole, now, let the people, you were on the episode for the Skeleton Key. Yes. So if you haven't heard that, go back and listen to it because it's a really fun episode. Um, But at that time you weren't doing social media for us no can you tell people about your company and what you do and your services hello everyone sorry i always break into a british accent but i own a company it's called 716 media it's a media company and i specialize in creative services 
So if you have a business or brand, we do graphic design, um, social media management, um, photography, videography, pretty much we're just the end all be all catch all wheelhouse type of deal. <laughs> um, yeah. If you have any creative needs, you kind of just reach out and we can discuss and see what we can do for you. But other than that, um, I'm working on some short films under my media company. I didn't know that. Some yeah. short horror films because I was trying to wait until I got things. Nicole, growing. why didn't you say anything? Well, because we're still getting production scheduled and stuff. So once things are actually done, that's when I'm going to, you're going to see them before they actually go anywhere. <laughs> but you know, I produce. I will. Oh. <laughs> Ma'am. Okay. Well, we'll talk about it offline. But you yeah. know, I produce. Because like, it's hmm. <sighs> an adventure you. trying to do so much. And I'm trying to be on, yes, we'll talk. Okay, about we'll it. talk. You yeah. know, and that's, that's just good advice because I don't know if you know the theme of or this year, the theme is uh, Year of the Creator. So this is actually great because what I really want to do this year, you know, we're, this is our fourth year. Holy crap. Yay! Four years. Four year anniversary. And what I really wanted to do this year when I was thinking about themes was last year we did, um, what was the year three? Year three was the year of, oh, anniversaries. Every month we talked about a movie that had an anniversary and we ended off the year with the faculty, right? Um, what I really wanted to do with this year was starting to interview Black creatives behind and in front of the camera, whether they're talking about their short films, whether they were a cinematographer, a makeup artist, prop master, PA, writer, whatever. Um, I really wanted to talk about their projects and all in tandem with a movie, a horror movie that is maybe similar in tone. So oh, that's dope. it worked out. I, I didn't know that. you were doing this. So is there anything you can tell us about? your films or are you keeping it like under wraps? um well right now I have a couple <laughs> that I'm oh. working on kind of all over the, I'm one of those people that I randomly get story ideas in my head and yeah. I'm just like I have to get it out so I'm kind of gonna be working on a few at a time okay um, they're of course gonna be a little different because I like more of the cultier quirkier type of horror so they're gonna be what I like to call comedic horror yeah that's great. That's my wheelhouse, I feel like, but like, yeah, it's going to be, I'll have some little teasery stuff coming out that I'll send your way and we can get posted and stuff like that. Okay. Because yeah. And please, you know, I, th this is what I want to go back to. I got a DM from someone who asked me, she's also making her first short. It's not horror, but she's making her first short. She, she DMs me and she goes, Oh, do you know any crew people? Do you know any producers? I'm looking. And I go, yeah, I could send you a list. But in my head, I was like, you should have just asked if I was available. And this is my lesson to everyone. Exactly. Go for the big ask. Go for it in 2022. Okay. Like we just lost Betty White. So that's the worst thing that could happen to us right now. Um, because, you know, especially in the beginning of the year, when the schedules are a little thinner, like I am, when it comes around summer, fall, don't ask me for nothing because it is packed, I've, I'm booked. But in the beginning of the first quarter, I'm pretty open. And even if I can't fully produce because I'm, I can't be there or, or whatever, the rate doesn't match, mm. I would I would gladly pick up the phone and offer, give advice to people. So um, 
now everyone's gonna, you know, go to my inbox. I think that's fine until like March. Like those DMs are gonna be popping, baby. That's fine. It's fine. I'll do my best. But go for the big ass, not just with me, but other people. Like you don't. You, first quarter is a very weird quarter for most creators. Like they're yeah, just getting their stuff on your location. Depending on your location. So why don't you go ahead and just ask your big ask? Like you're, you, she asked me for some uh, names. I'm just gonna send her some names, but. She still hasn't asked for any either advice or tips. And I'm like, all right, well, bye. That no, that's up to you. Like, I'm not gonna give it to you if you don't want it because I don't want to overstep. Maybe you don't need it. But um, if you want some advice, yeah, well, you might as well just go. ask. So Nicole should have picked up the phone and said, Hey, <laughs> I know you produce. Do you have any? Can you help? And I'd have been like, sure. <laughs> Look, no, things are still right now in development. So we are still in a space. That I'm just crazy. You, so but you know, bringing on a producer early helps with pre with development, actually. Because it's a mess. Yeah, like, development. I'm doing everything by myself. So it's just like, I don't think people understand. Like, I think a lot of times people look at like stuff like short films and stuff. And they're like, oh, okay. You know, it's just got like three people. Y'all go in there and make a shake. No. But it's like, hard. you know what I'm saying? I don't think they understand like how many layers go into things and just getting a crew together. I'm disappointed in you. I'm just- Don't do that to me. Anyone who would understand, it's me. Be disappointed in Betty I'm disappointed in you for not picking up the phone as much as we talk in text about other stuff and not- Well, you know what? Not wanting to ask for help. That has been on my back burner because one thing I'm really trying to do is there's one project I really want to shoot actually out there. And that was the one I was going to come to you with. Like, okay, when I actually come out there, I wanted to film it because my actors are out that way. Okay. So that was the big thing. I was going to be like, okay, I'm here. Well, I was going to let you go ahead of time. But <laughs> that's the main thing I wanted to do when I came out there to is shoot one of my projects. So. Let me tell y'all something. Y'all not listening <laughs> this podcast. Nicole is probably the most humble, sweetest person I've ever met in my life. All right. Aww. Yeah. None of that in 2022. You need to... <laughs> you have to have the audacity you need to have the gull the gumption if you will to start asking just start asking because i know i'm in la and you're in chicago but you know i got family in chicago (laughs) you send me some crew i send you some crew (laughs) yeah i don't know who i don't know who i know in chicago you need you might need a a place to shoot the movie i'm like girl i got a cousin that lives on fifth you can go up to her her penthouse apartment and shoot right there you guys are asking. You don't know. You try to. You over there struggling. Wow, you've been in like eight different cities, continents. I don't be trying to stress nobody else. You over there struggling and stress. <laughs> you're trying to do everything by yourself, and you have resources. You know, that's it's true. Not just me either. I believe Ashley. Is- nah, no, 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 don't do this. You're gonna have everybody coming back and yelling at me in the group chat. Oh. Now you just started some shit. Oh God. Now we'll, move we'll move on we'll talk about offline this because like first of all if y'all didn't know afro horror does sponsor short films it may not be a, fi- a fiscal sponsorship it may be like a production we, we know whatever but we do we just sponsored um lord help me i i know the name of this project we just sponsored it cole I want to shout her out, but I don't want to get in trouble because I can't remember it. I'm going to come back to it. We just sponsored um, a short film. Like, I think it's a vignette short film. Oh my God, I want to make by a Brittany Banks. Brittany Banks, 
horror creator, okay. writer, actress. We we just did a, a, a sponsorship for her short film that she directed herself, you know? So we do those things. Um, and it's the year of the creator. So we can't do everyone's, okay? But, and it depends on the ask. If you're asking for like, hey, we need sound equipment. We might be able to send you some sound equipment. We don't know. I don't know. It depends on your project. So again, DMs are open. Email is info at afrohorror.com. Come correct though. You can't just be asking for stuff. Like we want to see, we want to see the production schedule. We want to see the script. We want to see stuff. <laughs> don't just be like, hey. <laughs> right. Like I have an idea. Maybe I'll do it. No, come correct. Maybe and when you're ready. Um, because it's you the creator. So we're gonna move on from that because I don't want I don't want the group text to yell at uh like you, you already started. Thank you. If they listen, <laughs> they may not listen to the you know Ashley probably gonna listen. Ashley gonna send me a message or something. I know Ashley gonna yeah. listen. She's like, why didn't she call me? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so anyway, moving on to the next topic. Nicole does our social media. So if you guys 716 Media. They're also going to have a special page on our website if it's not up by now, but it should be up by now if I did my job. Um, and they sell great merchandise. They sell really great merchandise. All Most of it is handmade. I think all of it's handmade by All you. of it's handmade, yeah. All Everything of it is handmade, is handmade by Ashley. Candles, uh, oven mitt. Hey, Ashley Nicole. Ashley Nicole hyphened. No, not Ashley Nicole. Oh my God, <laughs> Ashley in there. <laughs> Ashley, me and you are one now. Sorry, Nicole, not Ashley. Ashley's it's all handmade by Cole. Um, and she, yeah, she does everything. So it'll be on their website. Ash Ashley, <laughs> I'm sorry. Nicole, guess what? Guess what, Nicole? We have a new pen coming out. Uh-oh, uh-oh, what? Uh -oh. what is it? Do you know, uh, you know, the crying face in our logo? Yeah. You know, that's um, that's from Get Out. Well, we made that into a pin. Oh, that's dope. But we're not calling it. I think that's probably it. the best pin. Yeah, it's not the Get Out pin, okay? So it's, it's not, it's our own hand-drawn rendition of it. So no copyright, don't sue me, Jordan Peele. Right. It's not from the movie still, okay? It is a artist, our Jaron Hempel, who did our, he did it, our interpretation of it. So it belongs to us, um, but it's a pin and we're calling it the crying man. And so it's very different <laughs> than, you we know. We all love that, the crying man. The crying man. And it should be out. <laughs> Our manufacturer is in China. Um, she's wonderful. She's so talented. And they have Chinese New Year coming up. So we had to rush in that order before she goes on break. So it should be here by end of January. We're going to do some pre-orders, hopefully in the next two weeks or so. Um, hard enamel pin about two inches with two uh, little ticky things on the back. And if you want to see what it looks like, you just go to our Instagram or our website. It's our Afro Horror logo, and he's in the middle. He's the crying man. Um, and that's one of our pins. So we're going to have more and more pins throughout the year. But uh, the ones we have now are on the website ready to go. And I only say this to say that 716 Media is also on the website, so you can order lots of other goodies and stuff and treats. We're going to really kick up our merch game this year so we can have more things. Speaking of which, as this is being recorded, we are how many days away from screen? Two weeks? Um, two weeks. I think 10? Yeah, two weeks yeah. almost. Slightly. Yeah. yeah. We're very close. And this is what our episode is today. 
We're going to talk about Scream 1997. Yeah, the good stuff. So previously on this podcast, we've talked about Scream 2 because it's the blackest Scream. That so, it is. It looks like it still will be the blackest Scream. Let's, let's talk about this a little bit. Okay, so Scream five technically but they're not calling it scream flies they're just calling it scream um i looked at the imbd let's look at it again <laughs> maybe they updated it i didn't see that many black people but you know maybe they maybe they're the hiding <laughs> they're the ones that's in the mask in the shadow yeah, maybe they're all ghosts <laughs> maybe they're maybe they're in the house in the picture maybe they're in the house Let's see, uh, there are some rumors that some legacy people from uh, previous uh, uh, movies will be coming back, but oh man, this IMBD is empty, except for the people that showed up on the trailer. There's no other names here. So that makes me, that actually confirms that there are some names hiding and that not everyone is on IMBD and they won't be posted till after the movie premiere. So we might have more black people than I think I'll just have to wait and see. I'm excited. I hope that they bring out some real surprises for like the yeah. old fans. Like I hope they really dig deep and give us some dirt. I'm ready. Now tell me about this theory. I mean, January usually is a dump month. January and February is what we in the industry call the dump month because the movies that don't perform so well will go in January, February. Because if, if you guys don't know, period, across the board, January and February, the first two months of the first quarter of the year are the lowest selling for not just movies, for shopping in general, because people already did their holiday shopping and they're tapped out, right? Mm -hmm. So does it worry you that we're getting a scream in January? Uh, No, just because I think they understand that this is a different type of fan it's just like mm. star wars fans mm. or you know what i'm saying like lord of the rings fans like horror fans we are going to show up we are going to show out we had people talking about ordering tickets this summer so <laughs> do you have tickets they know like they know it's a novelty film so even the kids like my niece my niece is 14 for her, her birthday party she threw a private theater screening and they did scream love it Love and I was just like, this is what y'all want to watch? Like, I was so Love excited. It. And I was like, well, shit, I'm coming. Like, <laughs> like, like what's so fun? <laughs> I, I think it's just like the horror fans know. We always show up and show out when it's somebody like one of our legacies. I agree with that. And I always think back to when um, even Escape Room came out in January and how everyone was like, oh, Escape Room. And then it turned out to be good. And we're like, great. It had no competition during that month. So. Right. So, so it's it's amazing. smarter just because like almost smarter all the horror movies are coming out like September October you know what yep. I'm saying so it's just like you have a entire open market you have all the weirdos they don't have nothing to watch yep so we're all looking for something creepy to watch during these Christmas months because we're exactly. going to withdrawals so it's yep. smart and you know I feel like the winter months the like you said the November December belongs to Marvel now and I don't see why anyone would touch anything at the end of the year when Marvel has like Spider-Man <laughs> coming out. <laughs> but there's people like me that don't want to go see Spider-Man. Right. You know, right. there's always the opposite side of it. So I don't know. I think it's going to do very well though. I think so too. Do you have tickets? Not yet. The theater I go to, they don't set them on sale until like two weeks ahead. Cause it's like oh, one really? of those dining, sexy. Oh yeah. 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 Restaurant theater. So I'm just stalking waiting. So I have a ticket. I have one ticket because 
all of my friends, ironically, who don't live, I mean, all my friends who live here in LA are not horror fans at all. All of my Afro horror fans are not in LA. Um, and everyone I know here, they're just, they don't want to be scared. They do not want to go. So I'm going to go by myself, but it makes me so scared because one, it is an opening day ticket. And I have to do it because I want to, I don't want to be spoiled. I don't want to see a spoiler and I just don't right. trust this fan base. <laughs> like, you can't, you can't Instagram, anything. Right. And I don't want to have to be offline. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go that night, but also like the studio. Okay. So the studio, you guys, if you didn't see the Instagram, I got a, a, a box from the studio of screen promotional stuff and a big ass box and it came around my birthday. So I called Cole. I thought Cole sent it to me. I was like, you sent me this box. <laughs> I, I wish like, I did. So I got the box and the box came with a screen mask. Do I wear the mask? <laughs> Do the screening. I'm going to get kicked out. Take it. Um, but test the waters. I'm not sure. Right. What the conversation is with dress up this year, but, uh, I mean, to, to be fair, this is the difference between horror, right? Everyone in the Spider-Man showing was dressed up. They had Spidey mask on and everything. Well, I would take it then. Right. And then if somebody says something to you, they take it off. What's the difference this and <laughs> So worse, because you got on a full body costume. We really can't figure you out. Right. So I was like, do I wear my screen? And then I just had an image of myself in a theater, like I'm freaking Maureen <laughs> in screen two by like, myself. Ah! stage oh my Epps is just dead in the toilet oh god no but this is worse i'm by myself <laughs> so i'm just right nobody was even waiting for you in the toilet so it's just no one's even waiting for me in the toilet i'm just stabbed and i'm like ah. in the front of the theater in front of the theater like ah they're like wow this is cosplay is so good she's yeah, i know we should have saw it in la it's amazing I know. And that, so I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm definitely excited to go, but besides that fear, cause scream two has made me afraid to do that. Um, just the fear of having getting COVID in a theater pisses me off. So yeah. Oh God. Just the tough choice cool idea of getting it at all is stressful. I know. And that's why I'm like, I, I, I know they, they have to release it in theaters cause it's box office and it's really important, especially for horror films. But, um, and I'm kind of like, can y'all just put that on like Paramount? <laughs> like, Please, just, something we get like pay $5 or something. Right, I'll pay for it. I'll pay the $20. Hey, we want to watch it. We want to watch it, but I just don't want to get sick and I don't want to get stabbed. And <laughs> I don't want to get sick or stabbed. So can we work something out in between? That's the new spinoff, um, the new parody movie for Scream, Sick or Stabbed. Right, <laughs> like, <for> a fighter. <laughs> it's either COVID or a knife. Um, but anyway, we're excited to get it. I'm excited to go. It's very close and it kind of gives me anxiety that it's that close. Cause we it don't wait really close. It's super close. Um, we did have one of the, we had the makeup artist. Remember he came to one of yeah. our rooms and he wouldn't spill any detail except for lots of blood. And I said, yes. That's how it was like. We tried. And we, really tried. we tried. We really tried. And he's sworn to, he did give us some tea on like some actresses. The, yeah, that was he gave really us funny. a little bit of stuff, but yeah, it was like, he couldn't give us any real dirt because we're all like, where's Stu coming back? Who's here? What's happening? Yeah, he, he was really good at keeping mom uh, and giving us just enough. So I, I hope he comes back in the room once we're done. Speaking of which, when is our Scream Clubhouse room? 
Scream 3, I believe, is, let me check for sure. Oh, no, but isn't Jennifer hosting, like, a a, a small scream room for people who go see it opening night and then uh oh that actual room well we're we're doing like little countdown rooms in between that's true we did scream um, to watch party on clubhouse last week you guys if you're not following us in clubhouse you don't have clubhouse i promise it's much better now it's it's definitely grown uh as a platform <laughs> since it's yeah, definitely um, and we, and we're starting to tape our horror 101 classes so we can start putting them on this podcast. I just have to figure out how I'm going to do that. But, uh, we have a scream watch room for scream three coming up and then four, right? All yes. the way up to, okay. Scream three is Sunday at 7 30 PM central standard time. Sunday at um, what day? Oh, well, y'all will probably miss it. It'll probably oh, they missed it. Well, you missed it. But what about scream four? Green four will be Tuesday, January 4th. So you guys will actually probably catch that one. Awesome. And then when are we, okay. So I also have a 4K Ultra HD plus digital 25th anniversary Scream 1997 DVD. I'm holding in my hands right now. Um, This was a great, beautiful gift from the studio. And I thank them so, so much for this, except for I do not own a DVD player and I will never own a dvd player okay i buy all my movies on vod because i hate clutter and i love having everything just available at the push of a button but we're gonna give this away to to someone who really really wants it and cole how are we doing that (laughs) okay well this giveaway is actually supposed to happen tomorrow but we can actually guys have missed it sorry wait is it happening tomorrow is it gonna happen for 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 sunday sunday i'm sorry that's screen three this is for screen three yeah, that's what we talked about. I mean, I could, we could push it. I feel like it should be for literally the end, of, the, I, the end of the, the series. Yeah. I know we were trying to, I was just trying to rush it in because I know we were trying to get it for screen one and that didn't work out. No, no. I, I okay, think it so should be for screen four say. or for that screen discussion room. But but I feel like screen four to okay. end off like the discussions. I think that's a good idea. Let me reschedule this post because it didn't post. <laughs> and we'll tell Jennifer. Sorry, sorry, anyone who was looking forward to winning uh, on screen three. I just want to give people time. Well, she was a little MIA already because she was a little sick. Um, yeah, COVID strikes again. So why Cole is changing that? So this has special features, a bloody legacy. Screen 25 years later. Wait, I might want to watch this. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Audio commentary that's by- Let me go get a DVD player real quick. <laughs> Let me go get a DVD player. This actually sounds good. Uh, it has audio commentary by Wes Craven and Kevin Williamson. It has a production featurette with behind the scenes and it's Q&A, the, the cast and crew. This is really, really, really dope. I'm sorry, this is not a DVD player. It's a Blu-ray player. I will never literally have a Blu-ray player either. Um, oh, it says digital movie included. Stream or download to watch anywhere. Bitch, wait a second. Do I need to keep that? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm giving it away. <laughs> but the code for the digital the is code. in here. You can't get the code. I'm going to grab the code and then I'm going to give you all the, the Blu-ray. I kid you not. I'm going to do that. I'm going to grab the, the code. Um, okay. So I'm going to grab the code. Thank God I read the back because I really want to see that. No, I learned that lesson a long time ago. Make sure you get the code. Yeah, I had no idea. And then we're going to give this nice Blu-ray to someone else who attends the Scream 4 Clubhouse on January 4th. So wait, is it a watch and then a discussion or how does it work? 
it's actually a watch party. So we sit and watch and talk. We don't do an actual, like our usual discussions, how we talk about the room. We might have a small discussion after, okay. but more so it's kind of to build up the anticipation because most people have seen these films already. So this is true. to build up some commotion and get the people going. Get the people going. Okay, so let everyone know, Scream 4, if you're following us on social media, at social media at afro horror on instagram and at afro horror pod on twitter you'll get these updates and i know if you're like oh i really want it but i don't want to watch i don't want to join clubhouse just join for the day and delete it because we're giving away this really wonderful 4k ultra hd and not digital because i'm taking the digital <laughs> 25th anniversary edition you got other copies so you got a dvd and a blu-ray so you're ready to go exactly oh wait is that what this is Usually it comes with both. You know what? I'm I'm so out of the physical media market that I'm just like right. <laughs> I just rent things. I feel weird. Random movies, especially old ones, I still like to have physical copies. And like some of them I don't even have open. But like, yeah, that's how I figured out, like, oh, we got a DVD and a Blu-ray. Okay. I actually see it here now that you're talking about that on the side. Anyway, started giving both. I guess it's maybe hard to transition it. <laughs> yeah, that's really, really dope, you guys. Okay, so please join our clubhouse room. And um, I, I promise you, when you download it, and it's available for Android and iPhone now, and it's free. And when you download it and you join the room, you might be like, hey, I really like these rooms. I'm going to actually just keep this app and join these rooms again. It's a really funny crowd. We've built a great community on clubhouse. They're hilarious and they're very supportive and loving and I, I'm, I, I'm trying to go to more rooms now that life has slowed down a little bit, but then I, I tend to derail the conversations. You guys are very organized now and I haven't caught on. Not that organized. You're, you're organized now and I'm like, da -da 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 -da. So, I'm crazy. Um, Cole, where and how old were you when you saw the first scream? Oh my gosh. Right? I don't know how old I was, right. but I remember my sister had it on VHS because my sister is four and a half years older than me. Yeah. So I was probably too young to be watching it. But once I got it, I probably watched it every single day for about a year. Oh, wow. I really liked it. I don't know why. I loved it. I you didn't see it in theaters because you're young. Yeah, I was little when Good it came night. out. So. <laughs> I was like, right, that's like you didn't see it well I got to see it for my niece's birthday though so that was exciting that's awesome. yeah that's all how was that watching it in a theater I was like in my own little section my husband didn't come so like my sister was with her husband I got in to be the adult section and have my martini all the kids were in the front rows. I was like I said at the private theater so I was just I had a ball I loved it I keep saying scream 1997 but it's 1996 so I stand corrected so I was six years old when this movie came out. So there's definitely no way I saw it. And it came out in December. I was freshly seven, I guess. So there's definitely no way, or no freshly six. I was definitely no way that I had seen this movie in theaters or at all. I cannot remember the first time I laid my eyes on this. It always feels like it was there though. Lurking like, in the shadows behind the tree. Well, it just feels like I've always, I've grown up with it. So whether it was on TV, on USA, probably. <laughs> right, definitely. PBS USA, definitely USA. Right. Let me tell you how old we are, kids. When we were growing up, you kind of just go to Apple iTunes and press play. You had to wait. Um, and there was this channel. I'm going to blow some of your guys' minds. 
there's Woo! this channel called the TV Guy channel and it would scroll with all of the movies and TV shows and, and their scheduled programming and you couldn't rewind it if you missed your channel. So if you just turned on the TV Guy channel and you were trying to look at channel 50 and it went by channel 50, you had to sit and wait for two more minutes until it was rolled all the way through to get back to channel 50. And I say that to say, so if I wanted to watch Scream, I had to really look at the either TV Guide channel or the book. They had, remember- I was about to say, book? don't forget the book. The book get was the, book. the one. You got to search through it like a crossword puzzle. I, the, and the guide was in the back because the front of the book had interviews and all this other stuff that I didn't exactly. care about. I just wanted to get to the, the schedule. I was like, when is the show? Come on. <laughs> and, so, and there was no DTR. So you missed it. You missed it. That's it. So I have a feeling I saw Scream on USA, probably the edited version. I cannot remember when the first time I saw like a full unedited Scream, but um, I love it. I still love it to this day. You guys can't see it, but in my office, I got a portrait. No, we can see it. I was about to say Ghostface is literally over your shoulder. Ghostface over my shoulder. And then I have a beautiful Afro horror um, canvas that Lynn bought me for Christmas that I love on my, on my oh, left shoulder. Yeah. Can you see that? Yeah. It's my favorite. Um, so when anyone asks me, and then my phone case is, is a Scream VHS. You she see? Ready. I'm ready. When anyone asks me what my favorite horror film is, it's, it's always Scream in my franchise. And if you were in our clubhouse room for like Halloween versus Scream, um, you will know that that vote was rigged and that I was unfairly and unjustly uh, outnumbered because I don't think people have the mental capacity thank you i wasn't gonna say it like that but yes the mental capacity um they don't understand art like i do (laughs) scream is a work of art is a gift from god yes it's also the most consistent franchise that we have Mm. in terms of like halloween is all over the place in timeline there's like Lori is alive she doesn't exist and she comes back like it's her brother it's not her brother (laughs) And then she's not even in like a movie like you got a whole movie michael's not even in like what, what's happening here guys? exactly i would say the the near second close also west craven's baby is nightmare on elm street when it gets to right i think around what five four or five then we no not crazy. even that four or five like the crazy six six is a little off the mark no actually i would say it's consistent throughout right i'd say until we got to the remake <laughs> right. I will accept all of the crazy chaos prior to that. The video games, the dog. That's true. It, I it's love true. all that chaos. But when you tried to remake it and tried to make it serious, I was like, what is this? What what Where is it? We didn't ask for this. this guy? Well, I will say, unlike Halloween or Nightmare on Elm Street, Scream has only technically five, five sequels. So I think a lot of people brush it on the rug because it doesn't have six or seven or eight or ten. But I do think because of that choice, because they're Kevin and the producers, the original producers we won't talk about, um, wine scenes, um, I do believe because they are so spread out in movies that they could keep the consistency and they, they took care of it. They didn't rush any sequels, um, except for the second one, that one was rushed, but it turned out to be very, very good as well. Um, but we only have five. I would love to see Scream. Like, how did Fast and the Furious beat Scream in sequels? How did Fast and Furious jump a building in Dubai to another tower and then we go into space and like everybody yeah. wants to question like all 
the real things in horror films like exactly that's the furious 10 you will not question a horror film <laughs> listen we bring them back to dead in the next fast and furious i guess I zombies know. fast and furious and zombies i hope they i hope scream has the longevity of that now the question cole is do you think nev wants to do what jamie lee curtis is doing you think nev wants to be sydney at 65 honestly i really think she does just because if you think about it look back at her career like yeah. she really hasn't tried to venture out and do much maybe like one or two projects yeah you know what i'm saying but she more so just kind of embraced her scream queendom and yeah kind of fell into the part i think i think she loves it and i think realistically most actors they're looking for this type of fan base they're looking for this type of dedication so if you got it already shit if it ain't broke don't fix it i look at more practical side of nev is like i have money so no i'm not gonna be on set like i always say this to people like if i had fifty thousand dollars oh hey how did my phone it's supposed to be on do not disturb how did this Nejan did it i don't know how to turn it on do not disturb i thought it was on um Hold on one second. I'm going to have to edit this part out. Hold on. It's my brother. I don't know what What's your favorite scary movie? Okay. Don't pop that zit. I'm on a work call. Oh, God. Just let it heal. Bye-bye. Put some toothpaste on it. He's a teenager. (laughs) Put some toothpaste on it. I say that all the time. Just leave it It alone. It works, but he's, you know. Teenage boys are actually very uh, mindful of their appearance. I never really I I know my little babies. My babies are graduating this year from high school. Are they? Yeah. Their skin together. Don't get no scars for college. I cried in the shower this morning when I realized (laughs) it. I know. Oh, I'm also on my period though, so that could be it. Oh Jesus! Oh, we're almost synced up. I just got free. I cried because I was like, I can't believe my my babies they're are not babies no more babies they're about the- to be young men welcome to afro horror a podcast about older sisters <laughs> syndromes <laughs> welcome anyone, welcome anyone who has us younger siblings understands what i'm talking about like it's just mind-blowing um and i hope i as much as i i know they're gonna grow up i hope they always call me to ask about pimples for the rest of my life <laughs> you know like I, oh it'll I'm, just get weirder they'll ask you about other stuff yeah um and back to the show (laughs) um i don't understand why anyone who's worth more than 20 million 40 million dollars would even want to go to work so my if i'm nev campbell and i've got this banging franchise and all i have to do is wait for a script to be made i'm just gonna say yes if i don't have to work if i could work what every what when did no auditions nothing nothing exactly should audition she she knows they can't make the movie without her she's like i'm gonna hold on maybe and they're like we'll give you 20 eh, 25 it's a deal we're gonna we're gonna go what time do i need to be there i guess <laughs> i'm free today i guess <laughs> I'm free. i think i'm available i think i should <laughs> yeah but i think i could do it um because they only make like the last screen film was 10 years ago almost so oh my god already yeah, yeah really really is that insane i saw screen four in theaters that was really fun that was really really fun I think I actually saw it at the drive-in. Ooh. We had a drive-in out here and they were holding on to it and we had just discovered it. And these yeah. ones, they shut down right before the pandemic hit and they Damn. sold it. 
I know they were kicking themselves, but it was a magical experience at a drive-in and scary. I love watching scary movies at a drive-in. That ending for Scream 4 was so fun to watch with an audience. That's why, that would, that's what makes Scream different for me. Like when Halloween released this year, last year, technically, um, I opted to watch it at home because Halloween is not a movie that I need to see in a theater with people. I just, yeah, I just it wasn't don't. a to-do. Because it's the same shit. Michael gets loose. He gonna kill some people. Y'all think you kill him. And then he's, he's alive. His sister, his sister gonna get away and she's still mad. Exactly. <laughs> like y'all, it's the same thing. That's why Scream stands out because it is not the same thing. All of their movies are different. Every time, except for maybe like the one thing you could say, there's always two killers. Yeah, there's always two killers. Okay, but they're always two different killers. They're, <laughs> you know, it's not. <laughs> it ain't just Michael like, ha it's me. And, exactly. You know, like. If, if you're a Marvel stan, you know that Stan Lee, rest in peace, um, had always said that Spider-Man wears a mask so that anyone can envision themselves as Spider-Man. He could be black, he could be white, he could be whatever, Right. That's how I feel about Ghostface. And that's why the title of Scream 5 um, is pretty perfect, which is, um, or the tagline, which is, it's always someone you know, because it is. And so now you're looking at everyone like, who is the hater? Who is my op? Who is it? Right. Who are you? (laughs) I was thinking about this in the closet yesterday. I was like, to myself, I was like, if I'm Sydney Prescott and I knew people were going to die just by my mere existence, I might have to kill myself. <laughs> like, Man, you say I gotta take one for the team. I gotta take That's one. rough. And then you gotta live with the guilt that y'all are getting killed because of me. She got well, not because of me, because of my mama. It, 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 you know what? You're right. I, let me go it's back. All about her mama. I'm sorry, Sydney. There I the go blaming you. Mama. The it's your mama's mama. fault. Your goddamn mama. Your hoe of a mother. Your mama was trying to have a hot girl summer, and she ruined it for everybody. Uh, but we all know that um, Sydney's mom came from some troubled times, so I also can't blame her. I will say it's the men that violated Sydney's mom are responsible for. Let's rephrase that. They messed up her original hot girl summer that she yes. was supposed to have as an actress. And yes. then she went on to have a hot girl life. Yes. She was too she hot for that small ass town. Too hot place. for Woodsboro. <laughs> Woodsboro. Right. It was too hot. You should have stayed in Miami or something. Like, right. You know. Sydney's mama, if you would have went to Miami, um, what's the hot girl? Vegas. You want to be in this Vegas, place. girl. You got a showgirl job. Exactly. Crazy. Because that's small, those small town people, let me tell you, I'm from Michigan. And when I go back home from LA, I'm always so like, shocked and how small country my town is i was like damn i didn't realize i lived in the hicks until you leave and you go live in the big city you're like oh y'all country um they're not you're like oh this is a town exactly like i could just see maureen at the parent teacher conferences in a halter and some leather pants i'm like oh what is she doing and she's like y'all are no fun like this is a good outfit (laughs) these are like where are the cool moms at Right? She wanted to have mar- martinis on the deck in the summer, maybe a spritzer. And the moms are like, no, we gotta go take them to class to mommy and me. And Maureen's like, y'all some boring ass bitches over here. Like, Maureen over there like, oh, who is he? He is fine. And she's like, that's my husband. Oh, yeah. She's like, well, that don't mean nothing to me. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> husband is just a word. Just <laughs> like Aaron Brockovich, ready for the world. Ready for the world. So I'm sorry, Sydney. This is actually not any of your fault. But my, <laughs> my Poor blame. Sydney. 
this is not your fault. But my point is, I was thinking in, in, while I was decorating my closet, and I was like, but does, does this franchise continue without Sydney? And that's the biggest question when it comes to Scream 5. Because Halloween, in my humble opinion, well, before this remake, before this remake, Halloween does not exist without Laurie Strode. Because there's no reason for Michael to do what he's trying to get to his sister. But this remake has showed us like, it, like he, why does he keep coming back to this town if it's not about Lori? You know what I mean? Who taught you the directions to this town? Because Who you, taught you how to drive in Michael Myers. Like, you know how to get here. You know how to drive. Like, did you take somebody's phone? Who taught you GPS? Like, we have a lot of questions. We have like, a, lot a lot of questions. Of places you can go. It's a lot of people you could kill. Who taught him how to drive a stick? Like, child. Who taught like, you how to drive a stick? Like, you've learned a lot. And are you working out in jail? Or are you getting those muscles from making masks? What are we doing? What is he doing? Because when we saw you in the in the remake, or not in the remake, but in the 2018 film, you were just standing there chained up in the middle of like, a- There were no push-ups, pull-ups. You were just in there making masks, sending you a little chair. Why you that's why I don't up? like the, re, the re-timeline, because I'm like, it makes sense. If Michael is this creature from hell who can't die, that makes more sense to me, and he wants to kill his sister than then him being a human. Then you just a human, and why can't y'all kill this human? Like he's just a big, strong, overfed country boy. Just a big, this is a Lenny, just a Lenny type. If y'all know, he's uh, been outside since he was eight, but he remembers where his house is and knows how to drive. <laughs> right, like I dare someone to try to take me to my childhood home. I'd be like, I don't, I don't know how to get. I, I don't know. I still use GPS when I go and home. You want me to drive? drive? You want me to drive? <laughs> what you want me to go get gas like do i remember the address i don't know if i remember where the town is in exactly it's just that this is not the halloween we're gonna talk about scream but oh my god halloween so frustrating but this is why scream is consistent because it all comes back to sydney because everyone's trying to capitalize off of the original scream which is what we're talking about 1996 um we're not going to go into a full breakdown of the movie, but I do want to talk about some highlighted points of the movie, things that stick out to me. I rewatch this movie all the time, by the way. Um, but as I become older and I started, right, I just watched this movie like while I'm cooking breakfast. This is like my background noise movie. I love this movie. Um, the sheer genius of the directing in this movie never really stuck out to me until I became a, a director and producer myself. The way Wes moves the camera, specifically what I'm talking about is that opening sequence when Casey is murdered and her body is hanging from the tree and then his camera zoom pushes in on her body in this like jaggedy, like super speed way. It's just, it gets the horror and the nature. It's just so good. That speed up into it. Yeah, like, that speed yeah. up into the body. Um, it's, it's like, just, oh, you want to see it? I'm going to show you it all up close. Like, I love exactly. it. Exactly. we're always as horror fans, like, oh, I want to see it. Yeah, and Wes is so good. Like, I watched, when I rewatched it for like a, a billionth time last week, I noticed Wes has an opening shot in the beginning again with Casey before she dies, where the swing is swinging on the tree. And I noticed, I was like, oh, he wrapped, he hung her with that swing. And it never hit me until I rewatched it again. And I was like, damn, Wes, that's brilliant. (laughs) Make me go back to the beginning. Watch it. In the beginning, he does an establishing shot of the Becker house and the the tree with the swing hanging and the, the swing is creaking back and forth as if someone passed by it and touched it, you know? And then later on, when Casey's hanging, you see that she's being, she's was hung by the swing. See, and I love films like that where you can watch it over and over and over, still yeah. find something else. Exactly. 
Wes Craven, we miss you so dearly. Um, you're love genius. You. We love you. Um, not just because of Scream. I also watched uh, Cursed last night. And as much as I, I like am Cursed, always going to stand a Christina Ricci movie. I don't care. I love thank it. You. I, love I it. like it. I liked it. I, I mean, think it's a good werewolf movie. It's it more it's fun. It's, it's fun. fun. There's only so much you could do with werewolf lore before it becomes repetitive. And I think the only one in particular that stands out to me, obviously, is... Um, Oh, what's the Canadian one with the sisters? Damn it. Why do I remember? Uh, Ginger Snaps. Ginger Snaps. That's the only one for me that's like, oh, this is different. But um, I think I Wes was up against a lot, aka the wine scenes. And we all know the stories of the wine scenes. Um, yeah. So he did the best he could do. And Kevin too. You know, Wes, Wes and Kevin to me is like, what's Michael a great- and Scotty. Who? Michael and Scotty. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you for your Chicago Bulls. <laughs> You're such a <laughs> Chicago native. Uh, a Michael Jordan, a Scottie Pippen just, just compliments each other just beautifully. They just beautifully come. And I'm really curious because this is our first film without Wes. So I'm really protective. I think all the Scream fans are protective of this franchise. Um, this is the first film without Wes. And Kevin Williamson is a credited writer on this, but also is James Vanderbilt and Guy Busick. James Vanderbilt um, also wrote, well, he produced Zodiac. He also wrote Independence Day Resurrection. Um, and as for Guy, let me see, Guy Busick, I'm trying to look it up. Oh, he, he wrote Ready or Not, Castle Rock. He was a staff writer on Castle Rock. So, I mean, they got some guys a little bit. And then the directors for this new movie, you guys are also the directors who did Ready or Not. And I loved Ready or Not and DHS. Ready or Not is such a fun watch. Ready I or Not is a fun watch. But I think we're all nervous because mm-hmm. this is the first one without a Wes and Kevin connection. Oh. Well, that's not true. Scream 3. Please don't yell at me, people. They're like, what about Scream 3? We don't talk about I love Scream, Scream 3. I'm going to say that right now. I love Scream 3. Skip Scream 2, go straight to Scream 3. Don't, whoa, whoa. Why would you say that? First Scream 3 over Scream 2. You are insane. Or am I magical? Scream 2 <laughs> is the best out of the entire franchise. And I- What? What? Don't what? Tell me about this woman. What do you mean what? what? It's the blackest one. There's more the black people in, the whole, in one movie in the whole I mean, series. it's good that there are black people in it, but I feel like it's too much cotton. I hate that fucking play. I oh. hate the play. You don't Make like the play or- stop. Oh, God. It's just, it's you- too theatrical for me. And it's like, it takes wow. too much. I don't like the play within the film. It's too, wow. I don't know. It's just too much. Not this. Um, not this to say, but not this. Her Instagram is at Nicole. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Stop yelling me scream three. I hate mail because so fun my life. I love as but as a film person, I love scream three just because you mean as a screw a film person. No, I mean like just like working on set. I love listening to the actors talking shit. Like I love like you like the the meta, the behind the yeah, exactly. I I like it too. I just don't think it's better than scream two. All right, we you know I just hate the play it just throws me every time play comes on i'll be like that was an important reveal for sydney's character she got the lead in the play like her mom was an actress too so like it's connected she could have been a great actor if it wasn't she could have been a 
a film actor, not a right. stage she actor. You had her own franchise, but you know, hmm. people out to kill her. I hate time. Sorry, guys, I had to play. Can we say um, this might sound insensitive, but also I don't care because it's Afro horror. A part of me is like really jealous of the attention that Sydney Prescott gets. Like, damn, everyone wants to kill me. What? Stop. I'm that girl. And they're like, oh, hello. I'm waking up to phone calls every day. By <laughs> what? Hello. Like, okay. You want to kill me? What? Wait, but can we talk about how drastic that went from like her intro with Scream 2 to Scream 3? Like she went back to being like a weird recluse, like scared, hiding herself. And there she was like all confident, like, hey guys, I know it's you, blah, blah, blah. I love that. Let's talk about that. When we first meet Sydney in this movie we're talking about, Scream 1996, she's shy, but she's also strong. Because she doesn't give in to peer pressure from her uh, bubble butt boyfriend, Billy, trying to right. pressure her into sex, you know? And she just survived her mom's horrible homicide. She takes care of her dad. So I think that the hints she's of like her resilience. In the first one. Yeah, yeah, she's, she's very resilient. Yeah, she sticks up for herself. And then it, you guys go back and watch it. That first attack on her by Ghostface, she kind of kicks ass like oh she kind of gave him some business but like Sydney <laughs> actually was really tough like we right. really didn't see her get weak on like later you know what I'm saying like when she thought like oh I lost someone but yeah. it's just like the child exactly. like, he don't know who you know, everybody's killed that's why I like Sydney she's always she's been a, she's a fighter right that's what they say yeah. it before. she's always been a fighter um unlike Lori who hides in closets um <laughs> I mean it gets whacked with hangers the Lori stands are about to crash. Wait, you know who I'm thinking of, right? When we <laughs> said that, I was like, we're about to get you hate when you listen what? to this. <laughs> we're talking about you. Yeah, Lori. We're talking about you, Lori Stan. You know who you are. <laughs> um, but the signs are definitely there in the first screen. That's why I also like it too. There's something about women in horror films when they're these wilting flowers who are so delicate. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. And then at yes. the end, you want them to be, I mean, they, I know why you all do it because- arc right you want them to be wilting flowers who are so vulnerable and then at the end they're strong so uh, final girls right i mean i'm thinking of nancy in 20 minutes no offense to drag nancy but i'm thinking of nancy i'm thinking of nancy my good girlfriend nancy was kind of tough early screw your past get your picture that's true no you're right she she wasn't a wilting flower she wasn't spicy she was she gave a little spice she had a little paprika in her i i agree a little little garlic salt With a dash of pepper, maybe. Pepper? Um, but Sydney's very different. Sydney was fighting from day one. Like when he when Ghostface <laughs> came to her house and she kicked him down the stairs, she threw pots. I was like, this is my kind of girl. Yes. And <laughs> like just woke up from a nap. Just woke up from a nap. Do you know how delirious I am? <laughs> like, and I'm just ready for smoke. Those are survival instincts. I'm like, where's the turkey? I need I need a sandwich. Oh my god, someone's here to kill me. <laughs> just, right. Right. All so these I windows, respect. I don't know where I am. We respect uh, strong, but in screen two, you know, Sydney goes to college. She's the big girl on campus. Again, I'm super jealous of the attention she's getting, even by like the sorority girls. They want her to join. Um, and then it's but, just like, oh, hey, yeah, we came to talk to you. Like, girl. Yeah. And then she's like, you know, she has a man. She's the, the cops are falling around. She's like, yeah, whatever, it's happening. And then at the end, she tells um, 
Billy loses his mom to suck her D, basically. She says, your son sucked. Your son was the... Sh-. I was like, damn, you gonna curse her, her son out? Right, yeah. Fuck you and your son. That's basically what she did. That's what she did. And then, you know, screen three, like you said, she decided, all right, people around me are getting hurt. Let me go remove myself from the conversation. Shout out to Hamilton. And... <laughs> and she did her like but she still wanted to help people she was on a woman's chat line about for battered women right, yeah, i thought that was noble because you're not gonna catch me helping nobody i'm gonna i'm gonna disappear <laughs> i will say one thing one scene out of the entire franchise that creeped me out is out of that movie screen three that scene with her mom where she's dreaming of her like in bye the nicole no when i was little but you gotta think this is like an old thing when I was little. Like, I don't know, for some reason, it was just those eyes and her and those shadows. It creeped me out. I don't Bye, like Nicole. Bye, Nicole. Also, it made sense. Okay, I'm going deep. <laughs> Dead silence. I hate that old lady. Yeah. Like, I hate those shadowy, blue, scary, just figures that just pop out. So I think it's just the fear that's been instilled in me from like just visual. You know, I'm not going to gate peep here. If you were frightened of Maureen Prescott in a white 1930s frog, <laughs> then fine. Standing at the Don't window. Do coat. <laughs> that would not Don't scare do a house coat. The little house coat, right. Like, why Why do y'all have these 1930 house coats? It's, it's- that was scary right then. Okay. I'm not going to gate keep. That scared you. That's scary. <laughs> you like Scream 3 and that's okay. We we don't all have to. Good for you. Look, this sounds like some hateration. No, 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 no. Because Scream 3, to your point, at the end when she shoots her half brother, you know, um, she shoots him in the head. She pops him one in the head and she drops the gun and she takes her bulletproof vest on. She's like, that's right. I'm the champ. <laughs> Who wants to play? <laughs> Who wants some smoke? who's next who's next and also we have to bring up the great the amazing parker posey parker posey it's a shame that sydney didn't share any scenes with parker posey's character i'm assuming they were like sydney was big shit and like they didn't have the same schedule type of deal but they should have made it happen because that would have been the best interaction so good the best interaction. i would love to see her come back did she die she didn't die Parker died. Did she? Why can't remember? She died died in a closet in that glass closet, and she's like, "Help me!" And they're like, "Why is the closet?" Oh, yes, she did die in the The mirror. The mirror. The mirror. She and she, you know, poor Parker. Whatever, but we love her. Um, and then in Scream Four, which I love about Scream Four, I know people. I think it's aged very well. I think some people didn't like it back then, but they appreciate it now. Another fun watch. Sydney wrote a book. Tell me when your when your favorite Lori ever put pen to paper and tried to get some feelings out. And let's be realistic, this probably would have been Sydney's third book if we did. Yeah, yeah. Period. Sydney's on her. Not being petty. Right. Sydney is on her third book, Out of the Shadows. You know, she's talking about survivalism and being that bitch. And she's on her book tour because she is no, I ain't afraid of no ghosts. I killed everybody that needed to be killed. And then when things start happening again. Sydney just accepts it. She goes, okay, it's happening again. All right. Well, let's just, let's get to work. Let's go. She goes, interviews the kids at the high school. Sydney is no wilting flower. Unlike someone we know who pushes Activia commercials on her days off. Um, We all have to have a healthy digestive tract. 
I don't care. Sydney is out there trying to solve her own murder case. She is like, who is it? What do they want? Let's get this over with. (laughs) I'm gonna kill them too. And then she caps her own niece. Do you know how badass you gotta be to cap your own niece? Look, I probably my niece probably would kill me because I love her. She got me. I don't like, girl, you crazy. You got me. Take me out. Don't fuck with the original. And then she held the gun sideways in my head. Oh, that is not thug life. Thug life. And that's Sydney. So now for this movie, I want I want Sydney to come in like Terminator. I want her to be like, I got two over here. I got a gun holster here. I got knives in my about to mess with me. She says she's ready. She got the extra clips pulling them out of a ponytail. She's ready. She's ready because at this point, I would be like, y'all, at this point, y'all are obsessed with me. Obsessed. And as you should be, but what did I do to Mariah you? Carey. You weren't even born when this shit started. So what you hating on? Like, you don't even know me. You don't even know me. But apparently it's someone that she knows. So there's some people saying that it so could I guess be. They some people said it could be Dora Gale. And I think that's the direction. I think that's such a disingenuous direction. So bad. Because I mean, realistically, what? You've been secretly harboring feelings or you all of a sudden just went crazy. Right. So realistically, that wouldn't, that doesn't make sense unless y'all come up with some weird storyline. We had a secret baby and that was when the kids killed. I don't know. That doesn't make sense at all. It doesn't make sense, especially because the thing about, oh, oh, they tried to deliver something for me and dang. I missed it. Oh, well, they'll be fine. The thing about um, Dewey and Gail is that they've always been ride or die. They've always been ride or die. Even when Gail like, got punched in the face by Sydney, she's like, I'm, I'm going to stick beside him. Right. And I'm going to stick beside me all there. So I don't like that idea. I mean, looking, and then you, you know what makes me nervous, Nicole? Maybe because I'm, I'm an old fart. Looking at this cast, they're all very young. See, and that's what made me nervous about the last one, too. Right, because right. Because so many new young faces, and it turned out okay. So yeah. I'm hoping that they realize, like, all these creepy people have been waiting for this. So they give us what we need. I'm hoping, I think we all are kind of hoping we see some familiar faces from the first one. I do, too. And also, Mishan, come here. My dog, you guys, he be wandering. I'm also, so... To wrap, we're going to wrap this up soon, but what I'm, I'm at a crossroads with this franchise because I'm realistic. I know I don't believe I want Sydney to be 65 running away from Ghostface. I, I don't think I want that. So I know the franchise has to continue some way without her, but I also don't want her to die. But uh, it's like, there is no Ghostface without Sydney. She, she is the central point to everything. Like, why would anyone want to be Ghostface if they couldn't kill Kit Sydney, right? Because I think at that point also, it's just like, what also pulls us in to go watch the movie? Right. It's knowing that Sydney, like, this is like, you know, her arch nemesis, you know what I'm saying? Even though it's a different person every year, this is her arch nemesis. So we're used to this battle. So it's just like, if you take one half of this battle out, like- why are we watching the same appeal right exactly like we're attached to sydney yeah like our generation is attached to sydney like we associate her with the film like Lori with halloween like nancy with uh nightmare on elm street so it's just like that's hard to break away from when you want to 
basically spice up the recipe. Although you bring up a good point. Nightmare on Elm Street did it quite beautifully. Okay, now, I will say that. Yeah. Because we watched Dream Child and Dream Warriors right. and stuff. And like, Dream Child creeped me out. Like all that history with the yeah. mom and all that. I was like, okay. So See, maybe there is hope. Now but the you- difference is Freddie was always the tentpole of his franchise. It was always like about him and then yes we got to know more about how he became ghostface could be anybody so it's really like why does it matter if sydney's gone that's really what's hard for me about this franchise the only thing i could think i'm pulling this out my ass because nobody i've heard brought it up like a prequel type of deal so we can actually see the going ons with you want to see maureen the hoe yeah, Maureen out here thawing and bopping, getting it popping, and Billy just in the corner like, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, that's the only thing I can think of that no one's brought up is like, we did like some sort of prequel with the young Billy and Sydney, see their relationship and see what was actually going on within the town. And also that could expose some other stuff we saw in other films, like with the brother popping up and getting introduced right. to Billy and all that stuff. I don't know. I just, I, I have no idea either, but look, I mean, they obviously figured it out because they, <clears throat> they shot the movie. The movie is an hour and 44, 54 minutes. So just around the two hour mark, which is good, including credits. That's good enough. We don't need a two hour, 45 minute screen movie. No one needs that. Right. Um, but I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm nervous because I'm, I'm, I'm really, I think everyone in this franchise who, who's screen fans are really protective of like you, you're a nightmare on Elm street girl. So I know that remake for you was painful and I don't want to do that. <laughs> Look, I will tell everybody visually, it's a beautiful film. I love the snow right. scene. I love like how crisp and 4K it is, but don't ever, 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 ever come in here talking about this is Frederick Krueger in my life ever again. Don't bring this man here again. Don't mm-hmm. do this. Don't do this. You think there's any hope for a reboot? Your house. Don't, do don't you think we should reboot Nightmare on Elm Street though? Yes. But like, why can't we do it like Chucky? You want a TV series? No, I mean like, why can't we bring back the original? Brad Dorf old as hell. He is old. Brad Dorf is old as hell? No, he's not. Let's look at the ages. Oh God, don't do this. Don't burst my bubble. Brad Dorf. And Brad Dorf is only doing voiceover acting. He's not, he's not. Well, my thing is like, okay, ultimately. Oh, Brad Dorf is old. He's 71. He's 71. He's- older he's 71 oh robert yeah. robert i think robert's in his 80s my love and if yeah, Betty White's robert passing, is a little older oh my god he's only 74 okay. See, they're still kind of in the same boat i guess that's why i look at it like if dude that played hellboy was supposed to be playing like a 20 year old hellboy and he was like 68 but maybe Robert doesn't want to do it anymore. But he's maybe. doing all these obscure horror movies. I feel like there's not been a good offer. Because I'm like, he's doing all these weird, random House of a Thousand, not House of a Thousand, what was it, a Thousand Maniacs or Hundred yeah. Maniacs? Come on, like, go, back to the, go back to the contracts because we no, we're not I want the Brinks truck. I don't know. Look. I don't know. I mean, that's the that's the best thing about Ghostface to me because it's like you don't you're not relying on someone who's gonna get older could be anybody, yeah it could be anybody and it's it don't matter it could be a stunt person it don't matter it's there that also makes it fun too like yeah. to have a who done it 
Like, it's just like, oh, the shit. The reveal is always the, the mask coming off. Right. So it's, I think it, it is fun just because also we always do have more than one killer. Yeah. Like, what if this one, we got like three killers or four something so the one thing i actually don't want to happen is a cult of ghostface like you know start the cult i I don't want that i don't want sydney to walk into a room and look around the room there's 50 ghostface and it's like gen z everybody in the town just like yeah everyone's like my neighbor the milkman the maid (laughs) right the mayor fresh the mayor y'all are all in on it everybody i just got my driver's license from you yeah everybody's in there but i feel like that's that's a national that's the natural progression like if we can't have sydney as the tent pole anymore and we're gonna use ghostface it's like then there has to be like people who are obsessed with the killings which is a real thing there are people who are obsessed with serial killers and killings and then they have their fan bases online and and then maybe they all let's go get her (laughs) Right, those people that admit to killings and didn't even do it weren't even there. So it's like there are crazy people. Right, there is all that, but I don't know if I would be interested in watching any more screams that are just about people who are fans of randoms. Yeah, I don't want to watch. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see in two weeks, you guys. But um, to wrap this out, Cole, what is your favorite scene from Scream 1996? My favorite. Oh my God. There are a few. I love, I love Randy. I love Randy. In the, well, I, I guess I would probably be Randy in the film. Like, yes, I love Randy. His silly, goofy moments. I love him explaining the rules of horror. I feel like that has turned into a classic moment yep. from our generation for generations to come to understand there are rules to horror films and how you survive there are rules (laughs) there are rules i'd say either that or the whole bam bitch went down just oh yeah 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 (laughs) we love it we fan tatum Tatum. my favorite is actually the end when Stu and billy are together and Stu's on billy's shoulder and they're just looking They're stacked heads. They're stacked oh, heads. yes. Come what on, do we bro, call man. Matthew Lillard in our room? Uh, yes. Zaddy. <laughs> yes. Whoa, Matthew but Lillard. Call him Matthew, you have a fan base. We call him something really fancy in the Afro Horror Clubhouse because he's so genius. Lillard. No, he yes. has like a That's prestigious name. Yeah, it, it Matthew. Matthew Lillard. He's. Yes. <laughs> Lillard. Lillard. That and, oh, my other favorite scene. My mom and dad are going to be so bad at me. <laughs> I like when he, when One he quick hit line, so good. He hit with the phone, he goes, dick. <laughs> right, like he slaps him right when he's crying. I was like, this scene is so good. But it also shows like them being teenagers and just all over. It's just funny. I love it. You know what, what would be, you didn't see Spider-Man, huh? well spoiler alert for spider-man um if you haven't seen it yet which is crazy but so in the new spider-man they bring back all three spider-mans toby mcguire and um tom what if we did that (laughs) but like it's a dream sequence why because they're dead no i would love that 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 would be so oh my i wish there was like some sort let me calm down that would be so uh, Billy's mom and you know the weird college roommate guy 
Um, uh, Jill. We <laughs> bring back Jill. <laughs> and I'll bring back Jill. Crazy ass. You gotta tie her to the chair. And then Sydney's half brother. Oh, th- Scream Three was the only one without two killers. That's why it sucked to me. Which also how makes me wonder it? if we gonna maybe go back, spin around, and play with the story because you're right. That is literally yeah. the only film that had one killer. Okay. So and it don't make no sense. Was. How? I live in LA. There is no way your ass was in West Hollywood at two and then made it to Studio City. At- do you know what traffic looks like? Like, do you know what expressways you gotta get you on? Know? there's no way there could be one killer there's gotta be another <laughs> no in la it probably gotta be like six exactly like you cannot tell me you were here here and there and then no one could figure it out because you were the only one that's why i don't like scream three and there was only one killer and it didn't make no damn sense so i like the whole movie trope i love that i thought it was cute all right that's that's fair yeah. but- the killer was whack as fuck. You, I, my mommy left me because of you, and now I gotta kill you, man. Hey, but I didn't expect her to have a secret baby because usually men leave babies, not women. That's why I was like, oh, Maureen shit. was a bad mom. <laughs> Maureen, <laughs> All was around. Just, Maureen was just like, shit. Maureen was a bad mom, that. although he was a product of a sexual assault. So, like, yes, yeah, so I, I get that. That's his fault, but that's not his fault. Oh, shit. It's, 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 it's problematic storylines within it's a problematic storyline for real sins of the that one is definitely that one was low-key ahead of its time with the whole me too sh- and the fact that the weinsteins man are, do you think they watch that like they're talking about us they better not be right you know wait his brother was like no they talking about you <laughs> you they're talking about me his brother probably was like put this storyline in there Mm-hmm. I know they watch. I know they had to cut some scenes down. Like that's too close to home. <laughs> like that. That looks. He kind of looks like me. No recast. The whole storyline. Looking back, you just like, oh my god. They really played in their faces and made money. Right for real. <laughs> like that's wow. That's really wow when you think about it. Well, we're wrapping up here um, on our scream again. This wasn't a a full breakdown. This is more like a scream franchise chat. Um, in general, with with the tent pole being screened 1996, <sighs> Nicole, we're gonna have to have you come back on the show and maybe talk about the movie after you've done seen it and see if any of our predictions came true. I'm ready. I'm ready. We'll do a who did it instead of a who done it. Who did it? Who did it? Um, <laughs> where where can the people find you online? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at 716.media or at I B letter I B Nikki and I K K I the letter T. Beautiful. And you guys know where you can find Afro Horror. What's coming up for us this year, Nicole? Do we have any special plans? I don't know. We haven't talked about any of this. Black History Month is coming up, though. We're so hardcore and scream for the next two weeks. Yeah, so we're, we're screaming out. We definitely are gonna put some stuff together. Um for Black History Month. Our friends over at Girl That Scary Podcast is doing a lot of stuff on clubhouse for black history month so i think we'll go support them and some of that as podcast wise well i mean we we celebrate black history all year long every day all day day. so i will say if you are not black and you're listening to this podcast wondering how you can help out during black history month you could just promote our stuff because we talk about black issues all the time we didn't talk about any black issues in this franchise in particular because if you listen to our scream 2 episode we really dive in because there are 
three black characters in that movie. Well, four, four black characters in that movie. The day was losing Betty White. Yeah, we lost Betty White, so it kind of threw us off. Um, But I hope and pray there are some black people on screen in Scream in two weeks. um or if not i gotta do a when the full imbd is open i'd like to do a deep dive to see if there was maybe any black crew members i can reach out to and get them on the show um because i'd love to ask about their experience that's happening but don't forget january 4th which is this podcast comes out on the third on monday today monday so it's tomorrow do we have a time for scream um can't remember if we don't have a time you got to follow us on our social media to get the time 7 30 p.m cst central standard time yes so if that's 7 30 cst that's <laughs> i can't do the math <laughs> that's uh 6 30 eastern 6 30 eastern 5 30 specific just, wow specific. it's 30 specifically <laughs> specific time <laughs> So please, um, you can still win this 4K Ultra HD, not the digital because I'm taking it, 25, 25th anniversary edition of Scream. Um, this is a really great deal looking at this, holding it in my hand and we'll ship it right to you and maybe I'll throw in a little pin with it. I don't know. It depends on how I'm feeling, but probably. Probably. Yeah, a little razzle-dazzle. Um, with that said, Nicole, thank you, not just for joining the podcast today, but for everything you do on our social media, keeping us accountable, keeping our socials going. Again, people, Nicole's a one-woman show. So yes, when you see a mistake on our social media, you don't have to be so nasty about it. Like, like y'all be ready to correct me. That I'm like, sometimes I'm just so getting facts off IMDb and stuff, and they're wrong, guys. Yeah, they're, they're like, like that's not a photo from that movie. That photo's from that movie. That, and I'm like, this photo's from this. And I'm like, well, shit. Sorry. Go ahead and just DM us and we'll correct it. But like, it's, you know, she's, she, she does a job and it's not the end of the world. Come on. Come on. And you get to see fun, bloody stuff either way. Yeah. I think people understand how hard social media actually is to keep up. So it's a, it's a lot. It's really? It's a lot. It is a lot. So. Thank you, Nicole, for joining us. And everyone, welcome to season four of Afro Horror, the year of the creator. Oh, I got to say this Woo! at the end. If you are a creator and you have a, a short film, a feature film, a podcast, a book, um, a, a poem, short stories, whatever, that's in the horror-centered uh, centered genre, um, I would say horror sci-fi. I think sci-fi falls under that umbrella as well. A lot of people disagree, but I don't. Um, Contact us at info at, at afrohorror.com. And if you want to be on the show and we want to talk about your short um, or your whatever, I know we, we tried to do Patreon last year to do some bonus content, but I got really busy, but I'm thinking, I'm thinking this year, if we can try to get back on Patreon we will do, I don't know, actually, I think I don't want to do that. Anyway, we want to interview you, <laughs> the creators, and we want to, we want you to not only talk about your film, but a film that has a horror film that has inspired you to make the film or the book or the again the novel the series the um comic book whatever it is in the horror genre and sci-fi genre that inspired you we want to talk about it behind them but uh behind them in front of the camera so i 
particularly would love to talk to black um, makeup artists and uh, prop masters. You know, we never, ever, ever get to see that. And Real I would love to. Yeah, I would like to talk to y'all about that. So info at afrohorror.com. I'm trying to make a, uh, a guest uh, air table sheet again, like I did last year. Um, I got to work on that. But anyway, this is your year. This is a year we want to uplift you, uh, creators. Nicole, you need to offline me about your projects. I am. Okay. Okay. And um, we will see you guys next month. It's Black History Month next month. So yes. have some fun stuff happen. But again, we do Black stuff every month. So. Black History Month, we're sending everybody a nigglet from Tales from the Hood. Yeah, or Leprechaun from the Hood. I would, you know, who I'd love Ooh, to have you on the show. I'm going to ask it. I'd love to have iced tea on the show. That would be so fun. I just posted some Leprechaun in the Hood stuff yesterday. Well, actually, I'm, I'm going to ask him. Like, he's very going. responsive on Twitter. I'm going to ask him. Oh my God, that would be yeah. so because why not because again go for the big ass you guys what it doesn't matter the cd hey all they can say is no the government don't care let's just go <laughs> government don't care just ask I want, tea. I want him to tell me everything about leprechaun in the hood i just do and we're we'll gonna get we can make it in, if you know iced tea put him on put us on okay um thank you nicole we'll see you next month Thank you for having me. I loved it. It was amazing and beautiful as always. (laughs) Thank you for listening to this episode of Afro Horror. Please subscribe and leave a comment if you like what you heard. We want to send a special shout out to Jaren Hempel for our amazing logo design. Thanks, Jaren. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at at Afro Horror or on our website, www.afrohorror.com. No copyright infringement was intended while recording this podcast.